Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome back to the Athletic Baseball Show for Monday, June 12th. This is On Deck. I'm Steven Nesbitt with Levi Weaver, who is coming to us live from the press box in Tampa or St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. More accurate. Yeah. How are you doing, Levi? I'm good. Uh, it's been a long weekend of, of pretty good baseball, um, and we will tell you all about it shortly. But today's show, we're going to talk about Hey, takeaways from the Rays and Rangers. We're also going to preview our top series of the week. We're going to make our home run chase picks for the week. And uh, Stephen's going to tell us how airplanes work. Spoiler, it's not Red Bull. I just had a conversation with our two and a half year old today about uh, an upcoming trip. And dude, you wouldn't believe how airplanes just blow kids' minds. Oh, it's airplanes and trains. That's it. Yeah, we, we were able to take a 12-minute train ride from our town to the next one, and that was perfect. You can't take a whole lot of 12-minute plane rides without just being like, okay, this is excessive carbon footprint. This this isn't very smart. But train ride, we could get away with. So anyway, we'll get to that later, obviously. But uh, we want to get kind of dig into the series that we spent our on-deck correspondent. We sent our on-deck correspondent, Levi Weaver, to the Rangers and the Rays, the Rays end up taking two of three. I mean, I think well fought, fair and square. It was a good series, right? What what were some of the takeaways that you'll be bringing back uh, back home after this one? Yeah, it was. Uh, none of the three games were like super close, even though I guess in this last game, the Rangers did have the bases loaded with the tying run at the plate. But the scores were a little lopsided, but but it still looked like an evenly matched up series. Like the the offenses were as advertised. You know, Corey Seager went five for five with a home run. Isak Paredes had two home runs in the first game. So did Leody Tavares. It was good baseball, and it just seemed like all three games sort of hinged on one or two plays here and there that just let things get out of hand for just a minute. And then by the time the team recovered, it was out of hand. It's going to be interesting to watch them now when the Rays come to Texas in July. And I mean, frankly, looking at the American League, I would not at all be surprised if these two teams are not done when they finish playing in July. I, I think both teams are pretty stacked, and especially as they begin to address needs at the trade deadline. The Rangers are going to obviously pick up some relief pitchers. I don't know, maybe a backup catcher at some point, but the Rays probably likewise are going to address their bullpen. But yeah, if these teams can stay healthy, they both look very good. It was fun to watch good baseball, and I spent a lot of time watching bad baseball over the last six years. It, it felt nice to watch and be like... They're doing it right. I was struck by as much beaten down as the uh, Rays rotation is, still how much they can dominate a series where Todd Bradley did not have a great game in game two. The Rangers had a Corey Seager day. Everything was able to click and, and take that one and well-deserved behind Nathan Eovaldi. But games one and three with Tyler Glass on the bump game one, effectively shut them down with the Rays bullpen following up and then Shane McClanahan on Sunday the odds for that game I don't know what the actual odds were but just looking at the lineups looking at the starting pitchers 
like, look, you're going McClanahan every day of the week, and he gets his 10th win of the season, first one across that that mark, and the dude is dominant. I think he should start the, the All-Star game for the second year in a row for the American League. There's my stump speech. Yeah, okay, we're getting from Brian that raised minus 200 today. Um, so, yeah, that, 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 uh, that'll happen when you get McClanahan on the bump. But uh, if they can keep this current rotation healthy, and I guess at some point they're going to need a, like a, a fifth guy who you, you rely on behind Bradley and McClanahan, Eflin, and, and Glass now. But uh, the Rays have the arms still, despite losing Rasmus and losing Springs, to uh, really make uh, you, you shaking your boots in a, in a four-game series or a three-game series. Yeah, and on the other side, if you want to take away a moral victory from this, if you're the Rangers, the Rays really only faced one of your best starters. Heaney has probably been the least effective starter for the Rangers this year. Perez is not really repeating the success of last year. You know, if the Rays had somehow gotten to line up against John Gray, Nathan Eovaldi, and Dane Dunning, could have very easily gone the other way. Uh, Dunning, I think, has been maybe even better than both Heaney and Perez. So, yeah, I think that's obviously why playoff series are more than just a three-game series. And I think it would be a very, very good matchup to watch these two match up, like face each other when you have to face the entirety of the rotation. Yeah, it's almost comical that the uh, Rays turn around now and go to Oakland for four. We should show a little respect for the, the athletics. They have pulled out some surprising wins lately and, and uh, a couple of series wins as Steven, well. But... all their wins are surprising this year. <laughs> They're going to be hosting the Rays now for four. This is, uh, what were you saying? Record setting? Look for, look for some uh, records to be smashed in this one. Yeah, somebody asked me, you know, because I'm doing a national thing now instead of covering the Rangers, like, hey, are you going to go watch the Rays in Oakland now? Are you headed to Oakland? I'm like, no, I've lived my whole life without witnessing a murder. I'm not going to change that right now. I'm not going to Oakland to watch that. The Rangers on the flip side are going to host the Angels for four and then the Blue Jays uh, over the weekend. That's a, that's a pretty pivotal week for, for them as they continue to try to push and show that, yeah, this is not a fluke start. The offense there is real. Uh, if that uh, rotation can stick, if Dane Dunning can be a you know a, an approximate of uh, of Jacob Degrom the rest of the way, and they okay. uh, can keep figuring out a way to <laughs> that's a bit hey, that's look, a bit talked, much. Come on, we, we talked last episode about how he just exactly filled the shoes, putting up the same numbers. I'm a believer. If they can keep pushing this way and, and get closer to the trade deadline and and be in this sort of form, you're gonna have to talk seriously about where can they make additions on this team and another rotation piece wouldn't wouldn't hurt, of course. And uh, I just I just like the way this team is coming together. And really, for all the money they dumped in this team, a surprise. Versus a surprise in the other way, like the Mets, where uh, for all this money they dumped into the team, what are we doing here? Last thing for me on the Rangers, too, because I've been very openly critical of their bullpen. Their bullpen against the top offense in the league, 10 innings, no runs this series. That's a turnaround for sure. Now, of course, they're going to have to do that for a little bit longer than just one three-game series, but I was very impressed by that as well. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. For our series of the week, I am, uh, I'm going to take Seattle against Miami. You know, I, I think for the first month, month and a half of the season, Mariners fans were like, if we could just get the offense on the same page as the pitching, we're going to be fine. And, you know, the monkey's paw goes, okay, the pitching's now on the same page as the offense. Castillo, five runs in six innings. Wu, uh, not bad, two runs in four and two-thirds innings. And right now, Logan Gilbert, that game is still happening while we record, but he's getting absolutely stomped uh, against the Angels. So their pitching was keeping them afloat. It's no longer doing that. They are 31 and 32. By the time you hear this, probably 31 and 33, barring a major comeback. You know, you start to look at where they are in the, in the standings. You know, the Angels, sure, are going to always be sketchy. Maybe you can catch them. This would have been a good weekend to do that. The Rangers are good. The Astros are banged up, but they, you just can't bet against them until they completely fail. And right now, the Mariners are four and a half games back in the wild card spot, and the teams they trail, Boston, okay, maybe catchable. Angels, eh, maybe catchable. Toronto, looking better than the Mariners, at least. The Astros, it's too early to say this, the Mariners' season is done. But it's not too early to be concerned. It's been a, a, a disappointment so far. Meanwhile, Miami, don't look now. Uh, they're eight and one in their last nine games. It is true that those nine games, some of them have been against the Royals and the A's. So take that all with a grain of salt. They've also been against the White Sox, which could go either way. I mean, I, I think there are days when the White Sox could be worse. No, no, that's that's hyperbole. I can't say they're worse than the A's and Royals, but there are days when they're not good. They're just wildly unpredictable. But the the Marlins have looked good. Now it looks like their offense has sort of started to pick up and be closer to on the same page with their pitching. Um, Luis Arias, he just dipped below 400, but he's still tearing up the league. Jorge Soler, he's still hot. He's got a 905 OPS. And then that kid De La Cruz that everybody's been talking about. No, no. The other De La Cruz that nobody's been talking about. Uh, Brian De La Cruz, he's hitting 295. He's got an 811 OPS. And I mean, that's a legit big league hitter. And I was shocked to look at the standings and realize that they are not just ahead of Philadelphia, which I knew, but it's not close. I mean, Miami's three and a half games back. The Phillies now are eight games back in that division. And um, yeah, the Marlins have the same record as the Dodgers do as we record this. I, I got to say that's a pretty successful first half of the season so far. I've read the power rankings, uh, the, the blurb, the Marlins blurb for the power rankings every week. And I'm, I'm starting, I'm trying to just like lug people onto the, the bandwagon here. I'm trying hard, man. It's not easy when you're looking at the standings and there's this sea of green numbers in the run differential category. And then people are just like, they're like, listen, they're still minus 20. That's good in, in golf and golf alone here. And it's just like nobody else above. Let's see <laughs> the next, uh, best team that has a negative run differential is Milwaukee at 34 and 32. It's like, listen, this is a different conversation. They have Luis Arias and I'm not sure exactly what else, but uh, I believe in what's happening in Miami. I, I don't fully believe, but uh, so they have to have someone on the bandwagon and uh, I'm here for it. They're going to some sort of crazy run and, and giving Atlanta at least a little bit of pressure on their heels in, in uh, a division that has not been able to really Hey, count me in on your bandwagon. It's fun. It was fun in 2020 when they were the bottom feeders. It'll be fun now. Sure. I'll take a Merlin's contender. Why not? The official team of the pod. Let's go. The underdog of the pod. So I flirted with the idea of going with my my series of the week, going with uh, Phillies and, and Diamondbacks because I want to 
pump the tires of the Diamondbacks for for a bit. They've been fantastic for a while now. I mean, they're they're leading the division. They're eight and two in their last ten. They're one five in a row. But I just can't really justify it right now with the way the Phillies are going. I expect to see the Diamondbacks handle business there, and I maybe also am upset about what happened in the uh, arms race on Sunday. So I may be going away from the Diamondbacks because of that. Spoiler alert. But uh, the series I'm going with is going to be two teams that are headed in the right direction right now and stuck in the same division. The Orioles going to Toronto. The Orioles, as of time of record here, are uh, almost neck and neck with uh, the Rangers in the standings. They're 41 and 24, just one back in the loss column to the Rangers. So they're in third place in the whole entire league. The Orioles have been have been great for a while now, and they're doing it without an elite rotation, but they have up and down that that lineup fun players which is high on my list of priorities there but also really really talented players and this weekend we saw a real breakout from Gunnar Henderson who is extremely talented you know former number one prospect only no longer because he aged out not aged out he, he played too many games in the majors so no longer a prospect status but uh to see him come alive over the weekend could be a, a great sign for what they have going because they've had the luxury <clears throat> of riding through a, a pretty tough start for him here he's contributed with some speed contributed with on base but just not doing it in the power or the the batting average categories and and uh this is a i think it could be a turning point for for his season and to get back into the you know rookie of the year conversation everything that was sort of expected for him for the season talking about power like gunner henderson i look to see who leads the orioles in home runs over the last two weeks it is gunner henderson with three Nobody else on the Orioles has more than one, which I don't know if that's an area of concern, but I thought it was an interesting stat. On the other side of that one, the Blue Jays, I mean, still stuck in fourth place in their own division, but having, you know, a nice season so far. They just dropped two or three to the Twins, but they've been hot prior. They won seven of the last 10. They have a, a pretty interesting road trip here coming up that's uh, at Baltimore, at Texas, at Miami. We just talked about all three of those teams now. That's a big stretch. Big stretch for them to make some noise, make some moves in that division. Don't sleep on Bo Bichette. I know we, we basically always say that. He just seems to get forgotten a little bit on that team when you have uh, Vlad, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. But Vlad has has not had the season that, that Bo has had so far. And he's been, I mean, look at the, like, go look at the baseball reference. This guy has not taken a whole lot of uh, stretches off. He's batting 317, 349 OBP, 509 slug. He leads the team in homers with 14. It's Bo Bichette's time here. All-star uh, season coming here. May even start, although he's going to have some competition from Wander Franco. So those are those are a couple guys to watch in this Baltimore-Toronto series. That's funny you bring him up because he is, as I was looking at the same stat for the Blue Jays, he also leads his team in home runs in the last two weeks. And that number is also a three. So there you go. There are your two guys. The difference, of course, uh, Toronto also has Dalton Varsho, who's hit three. They've got Brandon Belt and George Springer, who have hit two. So it looks like their offense is, at least from a power standpoint, maybe clicking a little bit better right now than the Orioles, but should be a good matchup. I think what you're trying to say is either of those guys would have been really good picks for the homer chase. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they would have been. It's that time again, Levi. Time to step into the On Deck Arcade and get some updates here. The arms race we had over the weekend where we each pick a starting pitcher that pitches over the weekend. We pit them head-to-head with game score 2.0, an incredible, incredible stat that we found. And really, it's a love-hate relationship for me because I've had the best start, I would say, probably almost every week, and I have zero wins so far. So here's the update that I have for you. I don't have a final answer for you because you're laughing because you already saw what happened today. No, I didn't. So the update is that I don't I just, have I forget who we picked, line. So. 
Okay, great. I don't have an official line for you because GameScore 2.0 hasn't. Uh, it, it gets updated the following day on Fangraphs, and so we're recording before uh, these Sunday starts have been put into the system. But I'll just tell you the lines. You had Lucas Giolito going against Miami because you doubted them, and he goes ahead and gives you seven innings, six hits, one run, one homer, a walk, and eight strikeouts. Very that sounds clean pretty good. Lucas Giolito. I, I think I mentioned I was worried about the walks for you, and he just absolutely he, he absolutely. Knocked this one out of the park here, one walk. And I, w- I went with a pretty low-hanging for Zach Gallon against the D- Detroit Tigers layup. Five and two-thirds, ten hits, five runs, one homer, two walks, five strikeouts. So, what again, I want to stress that this is unofficial. I do not have a game score here. It could go either way, I would say, at this point. And we just don't know until till the scores are tallied. Do game stores, scores go into negative numbers? I actually, technically, I think yes. It would, it would be, we'll, we'll go find a line that would be a okay. negative. Because you start with 40. Just that's like the, what I do know about the formula. You start at forty. Oh, so it's like the, the SAT. Like you write your name down and you get forty points. That's it. Yeah, you name a starter, you got forty points right there. I feel good. I feel confident that I'm going to uh, continue my reign of terror in the arms race. This is wow. That sounded that sounded very dictatorial of me. <laughs> All right. So this week we are doing the home run chase, and and you're th- you're thriving in this one. Give us an update on the scores. I have not figured things out in the arms race, but the homer chase. Last week, I, I stole your pick from the previous week. I took Jordan Alvarez. He gives me two homers before getting injured. I mean, that's just like a I just a big favor from him. I appreciate that before he goes on the injured list. Ronald Acuna for you. He got you one. So it is an updated nine to six score in my favor. You're still leading the arms race by more than I am winning in the cumulative uh, homer chase. But uh, I'm going to take my wins where I can get them. So a two to one week helps me. Uh, Add to my advantage. So this week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you pick first. Uh, who is your homer chase pick? It's down to two Rays, and I can't decide which one I want because I just saw... So I was at a, a Rays game last year as a fan. I was here for vacation, watched them play the Yankees. Isak Paredes hit three home runs in the one game. Uh, I get down here, first game I watch in this park since then, Paredes hits two more home runs. That makes me want to pick him, but I think Yandy Diaz is a safer pick. I mean, it's going to be one of the Rays against the, the A's. You, you can't not take that. That's That should be a layup. I hope I don't regret this, but I'm going with Yandy Diaz. That's one I, I've honestly been staying away from them because there is no there is no Pete Alonso, right? There's no slam dunk of even you know, the Red Sox. is like Devers is, has so many more than anybody else unless you want to get wild and take, you know, Adam Duvall uh, back from injury. There is no there's no safe pick on the Rays. So I do not envy you. I'll make this pick eventually. But uh I, a week where they, they have Oakland, even if it's going to Oakland, which is not necessarily the most hitter-friendly environment. I like that pick. I'm going to go uh, a slightly different direction, although also having someone going to Oakland. I'm going to take Kyle Schwarber, scratch the Phillies off the list. I haven't had him. He's uh, he's not having you know the most incredible season, but he is hitting bombs. And so uh, they go at Diamondbacks at Oakland. I like the way the ball flies in Arizona for this game, and then hopefully take advantage of a weekend in Oakland to hopefully uh, add to my lead. I think uh, I need to start paying more attention to park factors. I think that that has been a big advantage for you, and it's time for me to regroup and try to catch up with you on this on this game. That is key, but I also do think if you can get four games at Oakland, you're in pretty good shape for whichever Ray you decide to go with. So, All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. Thanks to producer Brian for keeping all this on the rails. You can find our work all week long at theathletic.com. Subscribe to The Athletic for $2 per month for the first year at theathletic.com slash baseball show. Sign up for The Windup, The Athletic's daily baseball newsletter with Levi and Ken Rosenthal for absolutely free. Coming up next in your feed, Starkville, Marlins broadcaster Tommy Hutton joins the show 
No Jason Stark, who is on vacay, but Doug Glanville will handle that conversation about, like we said, the Red Hot Marlins. Plenty more conversation there about a, a team that's really starting to get some believers, especially on this podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter. Levi is at 32EFIS. I'm at Stephen J. Nesbitt. We'll be back Thursday with more of What's on Deck. Uh, and I'm going to go catch a plane back home. Thanks a lot for not telling me how they work. I'm going to be a nightmare. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.